We often hear the term elevator speech, and it's something that we're each supposed to be able to do in the business world. And uh, I truly believe it is something that is important for us. So I've asked Bob, who uh, has helped many people work through their elevator speeches, to really give us some insights today and truly to help me with my elevator speech. And we're going to dig in that today on the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Episode 72 of the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Tobin Porterfield, and with me, as always, is Bob Graham. He's also our special guest speaker today because I've asked him particularly to uh, help me address this topic of the elevator speech. Uh, together, we research, write about, blog on, podcast, train, coach, and speak on soft skills, those personal and interpersonal skills that we each use in the workplace to get stuff done. Bob, uh, I know that you have worked with folks on their elevator speech, and I know that uh, as my uh, career and life has moved forward, that my elevator speech needs to go to version 3.0. <laughs> and so the other day I was thinking, okay, Toby 1.0, I, I remember that time. I remember Toby 2.0. And now we are on the verge of Toby 3.0. And I thought, you know, my my interest, my direction has changed in things. It's time to to be sure I know what my elevator speech is. And I thought, that's something we need to talk about. So, Bob, can you start us with, and I keep using that term, and I'm not sure that everybody's familiar with, what is the elevator speech and the, you know, where that comes from, and, and how long should that be? Okay, well, the term comes from the idea that if you were to get into the ele elevator with someone that you needed to explain what you did to, you'd have the time it takes for that person to get up five, seven, eight floors or down five, seven or eight floors. So it's really a short speech. Most people would say it's about 30 seconds. I've heard people say you should have a 30-second elevator pitch, a 90-second elevator pitch, a three-minute elevator pitch, and a five-minute elevator pitch. But for the purposes of our discussion today, let's Toby agree that it's going to be about a minute long because I find that 30 seconds is really hi, I'm Bob Graham. I work with soft skills to help organizations train them and their employees on how to be more effective in the workplace. That's not a whole lot of depth. And I think that might have been eight, nine, 10 seconds. And you can see that you don't get to go at a lot of depth there. And I think that's one of the problems that we have when we do an elevator speech or pitches. We want to get into the minutia, but really you're trying to hit the person with a really powerful starting point. And maybe as a good example, Toby, I'll give you the pitch that I finally settled on for my marketing company that really worked. And it was so, I, I actually tried about a hundred different things. And one day I was at a meeting and I figured I'd change it up. And I said this about my marketing company. We help companies find the people who want and need what they are selling. That was it. And so really good elevator pitch doesn't have to be long or detailed because what was the question that you probably were asking after I said that? How do you do that? What's your magic? And that was what I would get. After I gave that pitch, people would come to me afterwards at, at later in the meeting and go, how do you do that? What do you mean? What, what's that look like? 
And that's part of what we want to do with a good elevator pitch is tease people into asking us questions because once they ask a question, we're allowed to answer in more detail. But if we're just giving them the basic information, we don't want to overwhelm them. Does that get you started, Toby? That does. And and so let, let me kind of, I got to put things back in bullets for myself is I really need to go into it knowing what the intended result is. What So this person I've stepped onto the elevator with is, uh, you know, I, I recognize them. They're uh, a leader in the organization that I'm coming to visit. Um, I would like for them to know who I am and what value I'm bringing. And with the hope, you know, you, you don't get to go up front and give your 15-minute who am I presentation at this point. Nope. And you don't try to nail to dump all that as fast as you can in the, air, in the elevator. You want to give them enough information that you, it's kind of like dangling the hook. Hey, this is who I am. And then if, if that percolates with you, then you can ask a follow-up question and then I, then I might be able to go into it further. Or maybe they'll be in a meeting that I'm going to be sitting in on it later in that day and right now they already know who I am and what I'm about and they might engage in something, right? Yes, exactly. Or you might have a follow-up email or phone discussion and at least they, they've put you in a bucket, right? We, we, I think we think of people in terms of buckets. What does this person, you're either in the bucket of something that I need, a bucket of something I don't need, or you don't exist to me. So if we can be in that bucket that someone needs, they're more apt to take our follow-up phone call. They're more likely to read our follow-up email frankly. And that's, that's really what we're trying to achieve here. And so when we, when we think about that, that requires us to really be proficient with our language. This is really an act of editing and self-reflection and refining and refining and refining the language. And as you saw, Toby, when we started this company, how many different approaches did I bring to you with how we could describe it? And even today, what we'll breakfast, sometimes I'll say, Toby, I think I got new words. Or you said just recently that we finally found the right way to describe what soft skills were in these podcasts. And how many times have we done it? 75. So this is a, it is a work of art and it is something that is constantly evolving. But there are a couple things that we need to take into account. One is who's your audience? If you're talking to a CEO who's got all kinds of big picture concerns, your elevator pitch might be different than it would be to a colleague or a employee that just works at the office. And I had this experience the other day. I was I was talking to a company and the person that invited me was kind enough to introduce me to her boss. And she said, oh, this is my boss. And she said great things about the presentation I did. And then I the boss said, oh, well, tell me what soft skills are. And I gave a very quick answer because she was literally on her way to a meeting. And I knew that all I needed to do was just start that discussion. I could follow up with an email. I could follow up with a copy of our book. I could do any number of things, but I wanted to whet her appetite. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so <clears throat> if I'm going to start structuring that out and building my elevator speech. And, and you're right. I, I have heard that where you need this version and this version and different audiences and all that. But I think I got to start with the, with the simple. And like you said, a minute would be a really good target. And it's, uh, I think it, my initial target would be just a general contact. Uh, so let's say I'm uh, going in to meet with someone at a company and uh, they do training. So I want to go in and talk to them about 
uh, how important uh, soft skills are in industry today. So I'm going to have that meeting as I get in the elevator to go up to their floor. There's somebody there beside me and they say, oh, hey, what brings you in today? And then it's game on, right? Yes. So, Toby, rather than me try to answer the question, why don't you try to do it for us in real time? Not to put you on the spot, but because I think I can coach you better if I hear what you say and we can refine it. And I think that will be where people actually see some magic. But before you do that, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Toby actually working with live ammunition here today on the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Could your business benefit from learning more about soft skills? We've been working with companies to help them identify their employees' soft skill portfolio and how to improve their workplace leveraging those strengths. Could this help your business? Well, If you feel like your team, your office, your company is stuck, not as productive as it should be, missing deadlines, constantly infighting and sniping, have key employees left for better jobs? Do you or the people you work with hate going to work? Our soft skills training can help. To learn more, call 937-SKILLS-5. That's 937-S-K-I-L-L-S and the number 5. We can talk about how we can help your organization with a customized soft skills plan of attack. Again, to learn more, give us a call at 937-SKILLS. Now, back to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Hey, before the break, we were talking about the uh, dreaded elevator speech, and Bob was uh, giving us some framework in developing it, and then he, uh, uh, not to put me on the spot, but actually to uh, put me on the spot, he said, let's do it with live ammunition, and we'll just develop this, and so you're all thinking, hey, I know this is an edited podcast, and they just took a break. They just spent the last three hours hashing out his uh, elevator speech, and you will see in just a second that I have no idea what I'm doing. So no, he did not. Um, Let's see if we can put this together. So uh, I have an appointment at this company. I'm in to meet with someone about, you know, potentially doing some of our training with them. And as I get on the elevator to go up to their floor, someone also steps in the elevator, realizes I'm not part of the regular folks. So maybe they see my visitor badge and they turn to me and say, hey, what brings you in to here today? And I go, uh, no. Uh, hi, I'm Toby Porterfield, so I want to be really clear with who I am. Uh, I'm with Serious Soft Skills, and uh, I'm in to, to talk to Jane today. We work with companies to help them leverage their technical skills by using that. See, now it's already seen as getting complex, too complicated here, but I love the self editing. Keep yeah. going. So, uh, so we help companies develop their personal and interpersonal skills so that they can really be effective in the workplace. That's great, Toby. Now, and I, I think it's a start, but I now I already look back on it and go, you know, there was some inefficiency in that and and you don't want to be scripted, but at the same time, you know, did I cover it and like, oh, and and so that was a start, but so parse that back to me. So, I uh, the the part that got confusing for, for me, and I live in this world, so if it's confusing for me, it would be even more so for someone who's not. And that's one of the things we have to really watch out for is that jargon. So when you were talking about 
uh, technical and, and uh, soft skills and interpersonal and all that, that starts to get pretty heady. And I find the more big words we use in these elevator pitches, the more we give the person permission to check out. So at its core, Toby, I think what you might want to start with is, can you just talk like you were talking to a 10-year-old, like you're talking to me? Oh, that, that, that helps. Hmm. Yeah, let me re- replay the parts I did like and didn't like. So, oh, hi, I'm Toby Porterfield. I'm with Serious Soft Skills. And we, oh, see, it immediately starts to fall off. Um, I'm here to w- meet with Jane because we want to work with your company on helping your people get stronger in their soft skills. Okay, that's that's a good one because that enlists in this person the opportunity for them to ask the question. Right? And. and- and it, and it and it was intentional this time where I just wanted to say soft skills because I wanted that – and this happens, you know, when you and I go out anywhere and we start talking about this, somebody says, well, what do you mean by soft skills? And I'm dying for them to ask me that question. Right. By the so, way, Toby, you should tell people that we usually go on a bar hop at least once or twice a weekend just so I, we can do our elevator pitch and ask people to ask us about soft skills, right? You, you do have to start early on those type of things, though. They have to start around 5. If you go out and try to do that at 10 or 11, it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, and also we've learned that raves are not the right place either. No, it's too loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ah, we digress. <laughs> but, but a necessary digression when we're boring people with this uh, real-time example. So I think you're on the right track, Toby, and the key is to really keep it simple and less is more. Most of the time when I talk to people and they give me their elevator pitch, they get way too in the weeds. You know, one guy that I've talked to a couple of times was like, our company can save you up to 80% in your um, energy costs with just a few simple changes. And they include bang, bang, bang. I would have stopped before they include. I would just say we could save you that money with a few simple changes because what's everyone going to say at that point? What are they? I got to know. Just like, you know, maybe ours could be better, Toby, if we talk about soft skills and say uh, we we do training on skills that can really help a company grow in ways they couldn't imagine before. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think uh, one of our, one of the takeaways from this is uh, I, I know we work a lot with college students and theirs and, and to get that name out there, what brings you to that location? So, hi, I'm Mike Jones. Uh, she's, I'm graduating from X university this spring and, uh, I'm looking to start my career. So I'm anxious to hear what opportunities are at your company. And, and not to give them the full information again, so that gives that person the opportunity to say, oh, what are you studying there? Right. What would you like to do in your career? Now, you, gotta, you better be ready for some answers on that, but, but those aren't hard questions. And now, all of a sudden, you're not giving a pitch. You're in a conversation. And that's really the intent of an elevator pitch is to start that ball rolling. That is the one and only goal, Toby. It's not to get the job offer. It's not to get work. If you're on the elevator with that person, there's zero chance that they're going to sign a contract with you in the elevator for us to do training work. It's not going to happen. There is zero chance. And I think so often people think of that elevator pitch as their only chance to say everything. And because they say everything, they end up really saying nothing. 
And if you can be strategic about saying one really important thing, maybe two really important things that open that door to additional inquiry, to getting the person to think and to want to learn more, that's really the key. Well, Bob, I think uh, a couple couple closing comments on this, and because I'm pretty pumped up now, I'm ready to to get at this a little bit. I'm going to do some writing on mine. I'm going to script it a little bit so I get those right words in. I think I'm really close, and I'd like to come up with a little bit longer version in case someone says, "Oh, hey, uh, I'm going to hey, we've got a guest here today. Uh, I'd like to introduce Toby. Toby, can you take uh, two minutes and tell us a little bit about?" what what brings you here so so there are that longer those longer windows where i do need to be prepared to go a little bit more depth um and and toby just to go into that where i would probably go deeper if i were you in that situation is i co-authored a book called blah 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 that talks about soft skills in new ways because that that gives them another piece of information i don't think i would go into I've run a, you know, I've been in with a soft skills company for a year and a half. And before that, we did research on soft skills and we presented three papers and we did this and this and this because no one cares. Right. And I, I think that's the thing. And the best way to test something is to go to someone who loves you and cares about you and say it to them and say to them, I want to be really engaging. Is this engaging? And I think, Toby, you and I are both blessed with people very close to us who will tell us when we are not engaging. <laughs> Is that a blessing? Yes. <laughs> and, you know, uh, <clears throat> I would also add that um, uh, I, I, I'm going to try out – I'm going to use Audacity, which is a free free uh, audio program you can download. It allows you to easily record and playback. Uh, you can even use some simpler uh, like uh, voice memo programs and apps and so forth. But go ahead and record yourself doing it and play it back and do it a few times and change those words and see how they sound and, and be looking for one. Do you, would person listening to this know who I am, why I'm there? And would it bait them into that follow-up question? Oh, so where, where's your book available? Uh, you know, how, do you sell many of those? Uh, where can I get that? Or, you know, what are you interested in in a career? Uh, how have you helped companies? Tell me, give me an example of of how, what that looks like. So you're opening them up, and and you're actually giving them the freedom to easily ask a question because when you're in if you were the other person in the elevator and you open this up and it's like oh now what do i say well you've teed them up for the perfect next question right and toby the other thing is you got to go out and try it you know we're using live ammunition right now you've got to go out into the field you've got to go to an event and you've got to just use your words and see what works and then watch people's reactions and if you don't get the reaction you're looking for you need to go back to the drawing board and i'm constantly revising what i say constantly all the time it never stops so it's not like you're going to get these perfect 18 words and you're going to stop it's going to evolve and you're going to evolve and you're also going to run into the same people in two or three months and you can't say the same thing to them the second time so that's what i like about this it's a lot of wordplay and a lot of manipulating words and ideas but when you know you hit it it's when someone reacts the way you want them to when they go really how do you do that tell me more Oh, well, we should have a meeting. Those are the signs that you're on the right track. 
Excellent. Hey, Bob, I got to bust out of here and go find an elevator to practice in. So uh, that's it for this episode of the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. In the meantime, keep an eye out for our Serious Soft Skills Minutes that are just bite-sized chunks that we post several times each week. So until next time, thanks for listening. Good day and good soft skills. You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday. 